Hello and happy holidays to everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Um, if you're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Pandora, or KUAM Facebook, we really enjoy that you've come on and enjoying this podcast with us one more time. Uh, one of the topics that we have today um, is to talk about infertility and some of the options that people have available to them right here on Guam if infertility is something that you personally are going through. Um, infertility is pretty much defined as um, a female that has tried for one continuous year without any birth control methods to get pregnant and has been unsuccessful. Statistics right now show that out of every 100 couples in the United States, approximately 12 to 13 of them have difficulty getting pregnant. And about 10 in 100, that's 6.1 million women across the age of 15 to 44, have difficulty getting pregnant or staying pregnant. And for some of these people, maybe adoption is their last option, or maybe adoption is their only option. And today, I have these two beautiful women next to me, um, and they are from one of the newest agencies that I truly support um, here on Guam, and it's called the Ohala Adoptions Agency, and it's right here on Guam, and these two beautiful women support it. So immediately to my left is Tracy Anderson. And I'm going to let Tracy just tell you a little bit about herself and what got her involved in um, this venture here on Guam. This venture, um, and Kelly can kind of have the same story. The three of us, there's myself and Kelly and Lori Boss. And we got together and um, we're discussing some of the needs on the island, some of the ideas that that Lori had had. And um, it just kind of came about as, hey, we should do this. And um, Lori started doing the paperwork and we started putting our feet on the ground and and just it just took off. It's been so amazing the support that's come from from the community through all of this. And to my left left is Kelly Larson. Kelly Kelly, thank you so thank you so much for coming on board. Thank you for having us. Anytime. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what helped you venture into the adoption agency here on Guam. Sure. So like Tracy was saying, um, we all felt motivated to do something, to contribute in some way um, to to helping people on the island. And adoption is a huge part of my life. I was adopted as an infant from Korea. And um, it's always been a very open topic with my family. And um, I always felt um, really strongly about supporting other adoptees and being supported by that community as well. And um, when I was in high school, no, excuse me, in elementary school, we made contact with my biological family. Oh, wow. We've been in touch with them, and we have um, a very, very open, loving relationship where um, my kids now, they know their Korean side of the family, and um, it's just been a wonderful experience. And I, I know I say that, but I also want to say that I understand that's not the case for everybody. Yes. So I wouldn't... I wouldn't to each his own promote that. Right. Yes, so it's like this is what will happen for you. you right. have to decide what you want right. to do in your like any family. It's very, very individual. Absolutely. And um, so I felt really motivated to be a part of it and um, of adoption. And I didn't know how that would ever happen or um, what my role could be. But this has been such a great thing for me personally, and also um, just being able to work with Lori and Tracy has been a wonderful opportunity. And so you named your adoption agency Ohala. 
Ohara. How many chamorro? That's a chamorro word. I just right, word. and it means a word for hope. And, and and how many chamorros do you have in your in your agency? Well, not yet. <laughs> yet. Reaching out. No, I'm going to join your agency, yeah, so I'll be your token chamorro, right? We need all the support, all the manpower, everything, every anyone that wants to come and join us and help and and promote and support. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about <laughs> your agency, ladies. Tell us. Um, so. I'm um, a local living here on Guam. I've um, had some infertility issues. I've been unsuccessful in my approaches. I, I really want to start a family. Um, can I reach out to you guys? Can you guys yes. help me? Can you can you kind of go over what? Where do I start if I'm interested in your agency? Right. So I think the best advice that anyone could have who was wanting to adopt or even interested in taking that that path is to get online start start researching what is adoption there are so many faces of adoption Mm -hmm. and so many different approaches and options but for the individual wanting to adopt to educate themselves and become well versed in the the process of adoption um, from very beginning all the way through which is continual support after even a baby is placed Mm That would give someone a lot more stability in making that decision. And that would be the first mm-hmm. step. Okay. Some step one, do your homework. Educate do your yourself. research. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, any reputable website that you recommend, or there's just a wealth of... It's endless. Of endless. Okay. Isn't that so great, though? We yes. do have our website, ohalaadoptions.org. Okay. <laughs> so if we go to and your so website, you you'll be able there to... There are some links on yeah. there okay. help with other information. It also has um, an application. So oh, okay. If you're interested in adopting, you can fill out that application and start a process and contact us and we mm-hmm. can... Okay, so step one, do my homework. Step two, fill out the application. Yeah. Um, step three, what criteria are you looking for? What are the do's and don'ts? The do's and don'ts. For an adoptive when, parent. Um, so the application kind of is a tell-all. You, know, okay. you, you give your background, your history, your relationships, whether you've been married, you're still married, you're, if you're divorced, we ask all kinds of questions about family history. Okay. Um, How many pages is your application? Oh, boy. Six. Six pages? Six pages, okay. uh-huh. Okay. Um, we like to know, we want to know who's in the family. If there are other siblings, if this is an only child situation, if this is... Um, and then as after... Are you also the, asking financial information? Absolutely. Yeah, financial. So key components are your family, okay. your finances, your home environment, and your background. So how much does this cost? So we are new and mm-hmm. getting started. Mm-hmm. And our goal here on Guam is to keep adoption affordable. In the States, it gets, I mean, I guess everywhere. It's mm-hmm. gotten really, really expensive to the point where some people just can't even yeah. fathom whether they're going to do it. I truly have no clue the beginning. Are okay. we talking 5000 10000 20000 Up to $100,000? Uh, yeah. $60,000 to $100,000 okay. for okay. an adoption. Right. When I was adopted way back when, my mom, my mom and I were just talking about this this week. She said that they ended up paying out of pocket 30,000 for both myself and then 30,000 for my brother. 
at that time. And so it it has always been a very expensive big investment. And mm-hmm. not and that's aside from the emotional investment that this is. I this know. is huge. Absolutely. So we recognize that, but we're a nonprofit and so Okay. We have we like Tracy said, we haven't um, had any adoptions come through yet through our agency. However, our forecast is between five to ten max. I can't imagine it ever going over Five to ten a year? Oh, five to ten thousand. In its entirety from start to finish. I think Mm -hmm. that's affordable. And that would be for for the adoptive parents. Yes. The birth mom, we don't expect any kind of financial support from that. Okay. At all. Yes. Okay. Okay, that's. I think that's affordable. Um, so, and that's compared to the hundred thousand island. If we, you yeah. know, um, as we branch out, and if we work with people from the states, then um, we do need to con- take into consideration travel and um, lawyers' fees will be adjusted for that, and things will be a little more um, based on. It's called Hague Compliance. Okay. It's a, an international compliance that, that all adoption agencies need to meet okay. to make sure that things are on the up and up, up yes. ground and things are going well. And I think every adoptive parent would want places. it that Absolutely. way so that later on down the line there's no chances of them losing their right. um, yeah, adopted child, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. complete transparency yes. to be honest. And so I think people would appreciate that instead yes. of later on down the lo- line. Um so we talked about all of that stuff. Now tell me about what what criteria are you sp- What's the whole process? So once I did my homework, I filled out the application, I submitted all my financials. Is there an interview process with you? Is there an interview process with the, the, the birthing mother or family? What's next after that? Do, do we have interviews yes, after that? Absolutely. And how many interviews so do the, we have? With the... For lack of a better word, the qualification mm-hmm. time. Yes. Um, we do a home study. Okay. Where we'll have a, a trained um, social worker or um, mental health worker, you. yeah, come in and and do come into my home, into your home. Okay. Meet with you. Meet with your spouse, with your family, with your children, whoever's there, and then go over all of the checklist of what your home is like, what okay. you have to offer, and um, go over all the safety checklists. Um, the background check will come from it through the FBI. So okay. you'll put your fingerprints, or you'll take your, they'll take your fingerprints at the FBI office okay. and send it in, and, and that will come back. Okay. If that comes back clear, that's really, really the only kind of disqualification thing that we look at is okay. is kind of the um, the background check. Okay. Um, we want everyone to be providing a safe home, and and that's something that we really stay solid with. Yeah, absolutely. So there's the in- interviewing. Um, interviews at, at the point where all the paperwork is done and and if, say your application is accepted and you're ready everything says that you're ready to adopt then there would be when there is a birth mother that wants to place her child there would be interviews there also mm-hmm. so okay. at that point then the birth mother has options different applications from yeah. families she can she read, can read through the different family files say, oh I, I like mm-hmm. this one could I meet with them or oh. I like this one could we talk and she could talk with several before she decides yeah. oh, which okay. family she would prefer to, to have her child grow up with 
Oh, that's nice. And which leads me to, um, Kelly discussed it, that um, she, I, I guess, had an open adoption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, today in the millennium, 2019, I mean, way back in the day, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I had some cousins that we swore didn't look like auntie and uncle. <laughs> and um, we swore it looked like more that that uncle over there. Right. Right. Um, and I, it was all hush-hush. We would never talk about it. We'd always wonder if she was really auntie and uncle's biological daughter. Um, And it was always just keeping the secret. But I do believe that in the year 2019, the millenniums are much more transparent, much more Mm -hmm. open to share what they ate this morning for breakfast and what, right? So in in today's millennium, um, is confidential adoptions a thing of the past? The birth mother is going through application after application. At that point, is she (laughs) saying, okay, I I pick... I pick uh, Juan and Bertha Martinez, and I want to meet them first before I... How does that work? I mean, what's the process? Are we okay now with having open adoptions today? It's the option, and it's really based on the specific situation. Say there's a... Um, a family that wants a birth family that wants open adoption and the adoptive family wants that then they would make an agreement how open is this what does it look like okay calls once a week calls once a month what visits once a week visits only on holidays things like that (laughs) and then there's also legal intervention does a lawyer draw up something well, or is I don't it just know. That's a, a good question. Is it just an agreement between birth mother and birth birth parents and adoptive parents that they just informally say I agree that when your child when this child turns 18 I will give her your name, your address, sure. your she can go and find sure. you or how does that work? I don't know if it's legally drafted. That's a really good question. As far as I know, it that's not illegal. It's just an informal agreement. It's just family to family, right? And um, that's nice. That keeps it more home. Yeah. Like, instead of getting the lawyers right. in there. there is that discussion, sometimes um, it can be kind of scary. So, again, there's that educational component. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of websites, a lot of support groups, people that can say, oh, when we had our open adoption and this happened, it's kind of so nice to mm-hmm. just share um, stories and learn from other people's experiences. Yeah. And some families, um, they will choose to have a closed adoption due to... Um, issues surrounding the adoption. Absolutely. I think it's very uncommon. I've never heard of it in the last, I would say, 10 plus years of of a family having a completely closed adoption because the adoptive parents aren't um, comfortable letting their child know they were adopted. It's it's Like you said earlier, that's a thing of the past. Um, It's healthier for a birth mother to have some kind of contact, typically. Sometimes it's not for her, but typically it helps for her to have an understanding of how her child is doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, and like I said, though, in some situations, it's just not a healthy yeah, absolutely. option. And coming and from important. a nursing background, I could tell you we've had, sadly, um, some rape victims sure, that sure. Example, uh, are yes. not... 
God bless them that they did not, um, you know, have an abortion sure. to give up the child, and they sure. chose to. Um, it's not the child's fault that it, no. it was conceived in such a, a brutal manner. So decided to give. Them. Yes, absolutely. And what strength the birth mother has. From that yes. situation. Um, but then just doesn't want to share how you were no, born. So prefers to have a closed That's adoption and confidential right. adoption. Mm-hmm. And it can always be the story from the adoptive parents to the to the child. Um, you were adopted in complete love because mm-hmm. that is the that's, a love, that's yeah. the silver lining right. yes absolutely the, the story ends with love I agree I totally agree with you um, and so this is one of the questions that uh, one of my I, I just had a really good patient but now kind of a friend now um, she's tried in vitro her and her husband have tried in vitro they've tried artificial insemination she came back to Guam and just crying like heartbroken heartbroken, crying there's nothing else she can do and I said you can do adoption and she's like no that's only in the states and I I told her no there's an adoption agency on Guam now she she hadn't heard of you guys yet and that's one of the reasons why I'm bringing these two ladies to you so they can bring awareness um, to the Ohala adoptions agency here on Guam so that you know your, all your options are not exhausted. You have other options here on Guam that you can look into and see if this is something that you might want to consider. Um, and so one of her questions that she's too embarrassed to ask is, because um, she's older, and uh, she doesn't want a baby. She wants to adopt an older child. Sure. Um, but her question was, what if I adopt a 15-year-old and a month into it we just don't get along? Okay. So Can I then say I want to terminate this adoption? Sure, right. I don't even know if that's an option to be... Right, that's a scary I don't, question. I She's truly brave. have no idea. Can you, right. can you say I don't want to do it anymore? Right. Good for her for asking the hard ones. Well, she didn't ask you. She asked me to no, ask you. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. To even <laughs> say it out loud because yes. we can think it. Well, yes. And yes. to say that, that we're here to answer any question. Okay. Yes. Thank you for being situation. open-minded. Yes. yes. Thank you. Um, just to talk things through sometimes that's the way things work out. Yeah, because sometimes when you're on that first date, everybody's putting on airs. Oh, yeah. And then a month into <laughs> it, you're like, I don't know if I really like this guy anymore. I think I, I, this, I'm not going to call him anymore, right? Uh, so well, what, are, what are the options if that occurs? If I, if older parents, older child, month into it, I don't think this is working out for either of us. Mm-hmm. What, what, do you, what options do they have then? Okay, so going back to what we said earlier, educate yourself. Read stories about rocky beginnings with adoptions. Mm-hmm. A, okay. A dear friend of mine, they adopted a baby. No, she was 18 months old, so a toddler. Okay. It was horrible. Oh, okay. Just because of certain situations or circumstances that were there that have been alleviated now. But it just was hard. Horrible meaning. Emotional, and she was stressed out that she wasn't feeling that bond, and right. that's a real thing. That's exactly what my friend real. said. What yep. if I don't bond? Right. With, I would feel awful. Yes. If we weren't happy for the next, whatever. Yes. Ten years of our lives right. together. Right. And this is her choice to mm-hmm. adopt. So she wants to make sure that she's reaching out for something that will be a successful yes. experience. A win-win. Yes. So ed- educating ourselves um, about other people's experiences. To know that there are hard times. Yes. It's not all perfect. It's not all a child comes into your home and everything goes smoothly. Right. There, there will be hard times and there are people that can help through. 
Would your initial recommendations maybe be um, to seek some professional counseling for the adopted child and the adoption parents before we call it quits? Okay, so once you've educated yourself about what to expect, um, these are my two thoughts. Foster to adopt programs. Oh, what is that? Great option. Explain that process. You can take this, Tracy. Foster to foster to adopt. Yes. This is this is what we we went into my husband and I when um, after I had had several miscarriages and and we decided that. Um, there are plenty of kids out there yes. that needed. So um, went through the classes and did the training. It's um, where you accept children into your home as a foster child okay. with the option to adopt. Whether oh. it's that the child is may become available for adoption or the child is available, but you want to make sure that you have that relationship. First. Okay, okay. So um, our foster care system here is in desperate need of families and homes that can can love children. So, oh, so that should that should yeah. I should have brought them on first, and then oh, you yeah. guys second, right? You can bring right? them on anytime. Can, yes, yeah. yeah. So the foster do foster your recommendation is to do foster care first, if and that's what you did. Yeah, that if that's, yeah. A, that's a great idea. That they would like to take that's yeah. an option that should be okay. Um, can warm you up to right. the the experience. Okay, mm-hmm. and and so, what? How long do you how long do you recommend somebody fosters for? They just feel it like. You just foster until you get that feeling, like, I think it's time to let's it, proceed. It's it, so individual. It's individual. Yeah. You, you may want to foster a child for a long period of time without feeling like you want to Rushed adopt, or anything. You know? mm-hmm. Or you may go into it with that outlook of, okay, I'd, I'd like to adopt you, but let's make sure we're good first, and then, it, it, you know, find that bond. Oh. Um, yeah. Or you may just want to say, give me whoever comes my way and whatever happens. Yeah, happen. Yeah, um, because I've There's heard of families that um, don't intend on feeling that uh, that bond, mm-hmm. and then they do, and end up being becoming a forever family. Okay, great. Is there a maximum number of children a couple can adopt? Or no I maximum. don't know. I don't think so. Um, as there are sibling when, groups that can be adopted, right. so that would give you multiples. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. In if the foster system, they have a limit, like of how oh, many they do. foster children you can have, along with your own children in the okay. home. But if you are adopting and you are a family and you are able to physically, emotionally, and financially support, there's no reason why there should be a limit. Okay. And we see celebrities do it all the time. They're single parents, and mm-hmm. and they're Madonna's adopting. She's single. Uh, Charlize Theron's adopting. She's single. But let's be real. Uh, let, right here on Guam, can single individuals adopt a child? Yes. Can gay and Absolutely. lesbian couples yes. adopt a child? Um, are you only looking for cookie cutter? No, What's no, the no, criteria? No, no. Anybody there, can adopt. There's I don't know. Uh, can anybody that has the love in their heart adopt? It doesn't matter what gender, your status, if you're married, you're single, you're divorced. None of that matters as long as you have the love in your heart and you're going to give this love to that child. Yes. If there's any ideal, it would just be that they have the emotional and the financial and um, safe home in in preparation for welcoming a child. 
those are the criteria. We are not a filter deciding, well, this doesn't look like the right family. It has nothing to do with our decision. The birth mother will choose who her ideal family is. Perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, With that, do you guys have any last comments or recommendations for the individual or the couple out there that wants to reach out to you? Maybe you can give your telephone number, your your address. Do they come and see you, or or you prefer for them to just go on to the website? Do they knock on your door? Or, um, tell them how they can come and avail of your services. Um, maybe it could be a good Christmas present for some of them to bring a beautiful um, child in need home for the holidays. Yeah. So go ahead and, and... So first things first is educate yourself. Get online. Look into what... Um, adoption looks like for different people and find out the criteria um, on our website that you need to meet and maybe get an, an application printed out and start working on it I have a girlfriend who adopted she and her husband adopted several years ago and they had um, an application printed out for about 18 months before they finally signed it and submitted it it's it's so different for everyone, but um, your individual path to adoption is just that. It's individual, and we are here to support you. We want you to know that there is hope, just like our, our name says. There's hope in adoption. There's hope for you. There's hope for adoptive, adopted children. Um, there's hope for families, and there's hope for Guam, and we're so happy that this is an option that we've been able to provide. And um, So I think that the number one thing is start educating yourself and go to our website ohalaadoptions.org O-H-A-L-A adoptions you're welcome to call us our number is actually down right now something is <laughs> happening our phone is at, it's at being, it's being yeah, worked on it's at the shop right now being repaired <laughs> but our number is 688-HOPE 4673, yes. So call us anytime, day or night. Reach out to us. We're more than happy to talk to you and answer any questions or concerns you have. Thank yeah, you. you can email us as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Ohala Adoptions Guam. Wait, hold on. <laughs> we haven't used, I haven't had to log in. I just have my. At Gmail. It's Ohala oh Adoptions God. at Gmail. Oh, at Gmail. Um, Thanks. <laughs> yes, Ohala Adoptions at Gmail. And all of our, our information is on our website too. Phone yeah, number, it's all there. Email. Yeah, contact information. Okay. Well, I think the island of Guam wants to truly thank both of you women for taking, well, and Lori. Lori yes. Boss is not here. Lori so for it's, sure. it's a three-woman so venture. Can't be here. Um, yes. Uh, so Lori Boss, Kelly Larson, Tracy Anderson, we want to thank you three amazing women for bringing this opportunity to the island of Guam. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank, thank you, you guys. For having us on. Yes, absolutely. Thank you guys for watching us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Pandora, and KUAM Facebook. Tune in next time for our next episode.